This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Cubby House is a show about two cub-identifying guys exploring the big and hairy issues in and around the bear community. This program is designed for a mature audience. It may contain adult themes, sex and drug references, and of course, coarse language. Listener discretion is advised. And welcome to Joy 94.9. This is, after surviving a tornado, a flood, a firestorm, as well as the Mayan calendar apocalypse, this is the Cubby House for 2013. Welcome. Nice to have you on board for another season. Unfortunately, you may have heard Kevin's voice in the intro. He's currently uh, uh, somewhere else. Let's just say for the this week still. So you're joined currently by me as well as uh, two new vir- virgin voices to this show. Uh, we're going to introduce them a little later on uh, after our first track. Might I say thank you very much to Amy from Kiss My Arts. It's been a wonderful pleasure to have uh, you following uh, uh, coming before us once again. Uh, on tonight's show here on the Cubby House, we've got uh, the regular Kink Corner is making its debut return. And we're not going to be looking at the hanky code, no, we're going to be looking at other fetishes which we may not have had names for, but we've found some now. Uh, We're going to have a bit of catch up with Kevin, because I did uh, give him a call a couple of weeks back to see what he was up to, so we'll find out what he is actually up to, as well as we've got... uh, couple of members from the Vic Bears committee who we haven't had on since uh, the change happened since we've been off air for six months and uh, we're also going to be having a bit of a discussion later on which we'd like your input to and uh, now the number to text if you are interested in uh, joining in the conversation is 0427 JOY949 and we'd like your answer to the question what's some misused phrases that frustrate you and if you'd like to find out other ways you can contact us, here they are. Want to have your say on the Cubby House project? Contact us through Facebook at facebook.com slash the Cubby House. The Cubby House project on Joy 94.9. In the studio, in Kevin's place of uh, being a presenter tonight, I've invited two members of the Vic Bears committee, Terry and Neil. Welcome, gentlemen. Hi, Cookie. Hello, Cookie. Uh, now, I believe, Terry, you've been on air before at some point in the last 15-odd years? Um, no. Oh, so you're, you're a virgin as much as Neil. Absolutely, yes. Wonderful. So go easy on us, will you? No. <laughs> no, actually, rather than giving you what we used to do as rapid-fire questions, I thought tonight we might actually change it up a bit and taken from the concept of another podcast I've used to listen to called Ask Me Another – we're actually going to put you through a series of quizzes. Okay. And this particular quiz we're going to put you through, uh, 
the type of quiz, it's called This, That or The Other. So I'm going to give you three categories, and tonight's categories are prescription drugs, Harry Potter spells, and Ikea products. Now, those are the categories that are going to be your answer to the name of these items I'm going to give you. And it's going to be, you're going to take turns, and you're going to try to get as many as you can right. Are we ready? Interesting. Let's go. Okay. We'll start with you, Terry. All right. If I said Zeta, what would it come under? Prescription drugs. It would be a prescription drug. You are correct. That's scary. Yes. Neil, Symbolta, which one is it? Harry Potter spells. Incorrect. Terry, do you think you could get that one? I'd say that's an IKEA furniture. Incorrect again. It's <laughs> it's actually a drug used to treat anxiety and depression for those who didn't know. Oh, I need one now. <laughs> <laughs> Terry, Billy. Oh, that is an IKEA product. Do you know what it is? Bookcases. It's a whole series of bookcases. Correct. I've studied my catalogues. Wonderful. But you got the last one wrong. <laughs> really? <laughs> Neil. Expelliarmus. Ooh. Is it a drug? That Harry Potter's like drug. It's, you think it's a drug? I think it's a drug. Uh, you're incorrect. Terry, can you take this one away? Neil, I'm taking a gay license. And <laughs> that's a Harry Potter spell. It is indeed. It's a disarming spell. Well, I've never spell. seen the movies, so... <gasps> I know. Okay, Terry. Mm. Respidol. Prescription drug. Yeah, correct. It is an antidepressant. Uh, sorry, antipsychotic. Uh Lumos. What do you think it is, Neil? I'm going to go IKEA furniture. Uh, incorrect again. Yay! Terry. <laughs> well, I would have to go Harry Potter spell. You are correct. What about Knox? Do you know what that is? Suburb. It's a suburb. Yeah, <laughs> near where I live, exactly. Knox, it sounds like another prescription drug. Uh, no. Ooh. IKEA furniture. You are also incorrect. Oh. It is another <laughs> Harry Potter spell, which is a counteractum of the Lumo spell. So, of course. Yes. I didn't know that. Terry. Yes. Ectorp. Hmm. Prescription drug. Incorrect. Neil. Ectorp. A spell. Harry Potter spell. Also incorrect. Oh. It's an IKEA product. It's a line of <laughs> Terry was cheating. He's giving me hand signals. He's cheating. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> Terry. Enbrel. Prescription drug. You are correct. It's a biopharmaceutical used to treat autoimmune diseases. Neil, Confringo. Ooh, sounds like an ice cream. It does, doesn't it? Like Frangelico. I have yes. a Confringo, thank you. Yeah. So what do you think it is? Drug, spell, or furniture? I know I'm going to get it wrong anyway. Go on. I'm going to go spell. You are actually correct. Yay! It causes <laughs> objects to explode into flame. Terry, Ivar. Batros? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, IKEA furniture. You are correct. It's modular shelving. Neil Protego. Well, the last one was a spell, so I'm going to go this one a spell as well. You are correct. Yes. It's a protective barrier, quite often used by Hermione. If you ever watch the the, sp- no. the movies, uh, Neil Norden. Oh, really? Um, yes. Ah, oh, IKEA furniture. You are correct. Uh, Terry, Langlock. Harry Potter spell. You are correct also. And one last one. Anybody can go for this one. Effexor. That's a drug. Effexor. 
Neil, you are Sounds actually like correct. Yay! Another one to treat depression and anxiety. Well, gentlemen, congratulations. But Terry won that little quiz there. Thank you. It's scary how I know those drugs. <laughs> it is. It is. Now, we are going to be doing a bit of a discussion. And if you'd like to even tell us how you went on that little quiz, if you took it at home, you can contact us via these means. Want to have your say on the Cubby House project? Contact us through Facebook at facebook.com slash the Cubby House. The Cubby House project on Joy 94.9. Now, we know Kevin, who is our other regular host, is currently away, and I caught up with him about a week ago, and here's the interview. What would you like to say to the listeners, Kevin? Don't go Paris, you die for poison. <coughs> Hello, and coming to you live from Paris, where I'm now opening my window, which is double glazed, by the way, to keep in the heat and the noise, apparently. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, that is the sound of mid-morning Paris. Can you hear anything? And how's the weather down there? In Melbourne, it's nice and sunny and hot. What about where you are? I think we're currently sitting at a top of about 14.5, which I'm rather happy with, except for one little thing. I want my snow, goddammit. So you still haven't had a white Christmas then? Uh, well, no, unfortunately not. But I hear rumour that maybe snowing in Zurich when we get there, but everyone keeps lying to me and tells me that apparently the snow is there and then it's not there and it's there and then it's not there so i guess i'll see when i see it well worst case if we really need to give you snow we'll get the bean bags out when you come back for winter okay oh ha 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 i can imagine me in a giant snow globe with little styrofoam balls floating around all over the place now stop giving people ideas what i would like to know seeing as you've uh, done part of your trip so far is uh, some of the places you've been and what are the highlights that you've seen so far? Um, Well, so far I've managed to do London, Cardiff and Paris. London was absolutely amazing. Turns out Big Ben isn't quite so big. London Eye, amazing. I climbed all the way to the top of St Paul's Cathedral, which apparently is very difficult, but wasn't really. Pack of winges. What else? In Cardiff, oh no, sorry, still in London, we did the Harry Potter tour. And I only spent £200 there. Then went off to Cardiff for Christmas with my family, which was really, really, really special and amazing. And managed to see quite a lot when I was there, actually, if you want. You can actually follow my trip on Instagram. Just find at Rita Kevin, all one word. Um, And now I'm in Paris, which has been raining for the last couple of days, but has turned out beautifully just in time for us to leave. Um, we went up to the top of Eiffel Tower last night. A romantic kiss from my boyfriend. Oh, shut up! It's me. There was there's actually there is actually a photo, and I'm nearly smiling. Damn, he wasn't trying hard enough. Uh, ha, 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 ha. Um, the weather up there was absolutely gorgeous. He nearly got blown off the one side. I'm standing at the top of the tower, looking down, and you just see little people, like, they're tiny, tiny little ants. Do you know the Eiffel Tower is actually bigger than the Eureka Tower? I could believe that, yes. It's only by a couple of metres, but you look at all the photos of the Eiffel Tower, and it looks so small. But when you're actually there, it is huge. Okay. Uh, so uh, what about a Parisian, uh, Parisian cuisine? I heard a rumour that apparently you could buy wine from the McDonald's here, but that was a lie. 
Um, so I didn't end up getting that. Uh, but we've mostly been living off a, a staple diet of croissants and uh, ham and crepes. Apparently croissants are Viennese, I've been told. Right, right. Fair enough. Now, despite the fact you've had really fattening food, you've lost how much weight? I've probably lost about five kilos. I tell you what, my entire body is just firming up from all the hours and hours and hours of walking my boyfriend is putting me through. He's laughing at me because I said firming and apparently he's three years old. Yes, yes. I'm assuming some of our listeners are thinking that right now. <laughs> are you saying some of our listeners are three years old, Cookie? That's kind of dangerous. Well, they just have dirty minds, that's all. I think at this point it's important for us to note that, you know, this show may contain adult themes. So what else have you got to look forward to uh, from this point on, Kevin? Um, We're about halfway through the trip. Um, If not in time, then definitely in cities. We've got to cram into the next couple of days Zurich, Salzburg, and my favourite Prague. Oh, and Munich. We've spent one day in Munich, one night in Munich. So a lot more for our listeners to uh, wait on bended knee for? Oh, absolutely. Um, and as I said, follow me on Instagram. You can see my trip as it's actually unfolding. And oh, there's so much. I'm so tired, but it's just, it's kind of happy tired. But when I get back, I'll probably be able to take stock of everything that's happened so far and everything I'm looking forward to. Oh, by the way, European men, so hot, except for the Prisians. I need a bit of work. Uh-huh. So how many numbers are we going to ha- be expecting to be had when you get back? <laughs> No, 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 I'm being a good boy. I'm sure some people would be disappointed, like me. But that's another story. Thank you very much, Kevin, and we'll look forward to seeing you when you're back. Not always. We normally have a, an intro track for this, but seeing as I can't remember what number it is, we're going to have to just say it's the Kink Corner here on the Cubby House. And previously... Yes, the kink corner. Previously, we've uh, explored the hanky codes, but from now on, I think we're going to start exploring different fetishes and what they're actually called, just in case you might actually have this and don't know what it is. (laughs) So, the first one, which I've heard quite a bit used on uh, a podcast by the name of Savage Lovecast, done by the uh, world-famous sex advice commerce Dan Savage, uses this term quite regularly, and I would pronounce it cuckold. Now, Terry, you tell me this is very incorrect pronunciation. Well, I looked it up and I saw it somewhere with a phonetic variation of it. Listen, cuckold. So I don't know if it's a French derivative from centuries ago, but cuckold, I suppose, would be the popular kind of pronunciation. Cuckold would be a more intellectual one. (laughs) <laughs> fair enough, fair posh. enough. Posh, very posh. Yes, yes. Now, for those who don't understand what this term is, it's a fetish that derives pleasure from one's primary partner cheating or playing around without directly involving the fetishist in the activities. So it's basically, it usually is used in a heterosexual situation where it's the male um, who's the fetishist has his wife or partner go and play around without him or in front of him without actually direct contact. Oh, yeah, I can see that not happening in the gay community at all. Well, yes, (laughs) but no, because it doesn't necessarily have to be a female. It's basically the concept of the fetishist, the cuckold, um, having it rubbed in his face into some way, and whether that's... uh, from humiliation and debasement or just having it discussed in front of them. Hmm. 
Oh, interesting. I find it a bit difficult to... It's hard to imagine, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. To derive pleasure from having your partner going out and having it off with other people and then having everybody telling you about it. Other... Well, having said that, uh, there has been some examples used, and that is um, particularly when the primary male partner or the primary partner, in whichever way you want to look at it, um, either can't or won't be sexually active with their primary partner, and they're getting enjoyment out of the fact that their partner's getting pleasure and they're not. That's a bit different, but in situations like this, I wouldn't expect the... um the one with the fetish to be um, to be frowned upon or whatever. that's a that's a different situation you can I suppose yes he might derive sexual pleasure from um, the activities of his partner because he cannot satisfy the partner uh, so that's one way of doing it uh, I suppose I mean I don't fully understand it but uh, I can understand that part of it under those circumstances deriving pleasure from other people looking down on you because your partner's playing around. That, I don't know, just me. I don't, mm. just don't, don't kind of understand that part of it. Mm, fair enough. Um, the term itself also could be taken from uh, the, the term cuckoo bird, uh, alluding to the alleged habit of the female birds changing its mate frequency, uh, frequently and authentic practice of laying its eggs in other nests within its community. So... Us because can we say the word slut on radio this time of the night? Well, you just have. <laughs> okay, fair enough. Okay, it's a, it's not a family show. It's after what time is it? It's about ten thirty. But what what why are you you using the term though? Oh, I mean, again, I don't know if the correlation with the cuckoo bird is correct, man, because I presume the cuckoo bird does that to increase its chances of species survival, and that's why. She's going around laying eggs anywhere she can find to attract a stronger male. Mm. Um, I, yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. It's I'll be the last person to ask. My fetishes are very simple and straightforward. This is a <laughs> bit out there for me. Yeah, <laughs> over no. my over my over my little head. But with this one, fair enough. Well, the other one I wanted to pull out just very briefly is the term. And again, Terry, if you want to correct me, go right ahead. Okay, a trick is. Atricacy? No, it's actiracy. Actiracy, there you go. Uh, And that is the sexual attraction to being exposed to the sun's rays. So if if you love getting out on the nude beaches and it's just being out in the sun is what does it to you, that's your fetish. And that is Kink Corner for this week. You're listening to The Cubby House on Joy 94.9. I've deliberately invited you, Terry and Neil into the show first of all because we haven't been on air the cubby house since the vic bears has actually changed committee members so can you give us a quick rundown as to who's on the current committee now well pretty much the only person that's left from the past committee is peter um, he has stepped up to be president, and then you've got a whole new range of committee members who have been in past committees over the years that have come back to rekindle their passion. <laughs> and then you've got the newbies. Um, so you've got Terry, and you've got Jason, and you've got um, a newbie, Nick. Um, then you've got Matt and myself, and then you've got Ohad, and then you've got Ross. 
So who do we go to for the, well, I suppose the senior roles, I suppose, for like the secretary and treasurer? Okay, Who's well, um, treasurer, we have Terry. Oh, hello, Terry. Oh, thank you. Yes, hello. <laughs> um, then we've got Nick Laws as secretary. Mm-hmm. And then we've got, now Jason's going to get, kill me for this because I'm going to get his surname wrong. Don't, don't do it. Jason Buttergig. Well done. Yes. Well, right. well done. Well done. And he's our vice president. Mm-hmm. And then the rest of us, lovely guys, are just committee members. You forgot Peter Andy, the president. No, You're I said that trouble. first. Did you? I opened okay, with Peter first. Fair enough. You did mention that, yes. We go yes. back to the tape. That's it. <laughs> fair enough. So um, you guys have been around for almost six months now. So what have been some of the, the highlights as far as the current uh, season of your reign has gone? Uh, for me, the main highlight was Grampians. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a great weekend. Um, I suppose mainly from the personal level because I, I haven't been for quite a number of years and I haven't been in the committee uh, position for about 11 years. So uh, from um, the point of view of you know organizing with the guys, you know, working together to try to, uh, to make the event and uh, spending a lovely weekend, a relaxing weekend with a, a bunch of guys, um, socializing, having fun. Um, it, was, it was quite... You know, for me, it was quite, it's quite good. Um, I really enjoyed it, and I realized how much I missed it. Uh, so uh, for me, uh, I suppose that would be the main highlight. And also working with the guys together, getting down to the nitty-gritty of running uh, a club like Vic Bears and uh, planning for the future and setting up plans and our work. Um, again, that's, that, that's kind of commitment and uh, Interaction, working mm-hmm. together with the other guys, uh, I'll miss that. So I'll ask you about what's, what you're actually planning in a sec. Neil, what have you found as some of, I mean, one of the highlights in the last six months? Um, basically, just getting together with the guys and actually seeing how it works behind the scenes because I'm so used to seeing, like, going to the couple of events and seeing how it easily just unfolds like um, hibernation, just seeing how easy it flows. Mm-hmm. But actually, to, to see behind the scenes is actually more interesting for me coming from a different aspect of it. So that's the highlight for me. Okay. So I suppose coming from the previous committee, a, a lot of the the things that they organise around the usual events such as your den nights they started the lazy sunday uh, lunches that's right yes um and they i believe are trying to organize a whole heap of other projects so what's the current focus of the current committee and where is where are they trying to head with this current year the uh the current year i mean what we're trying to do is uh stick with what has worked in the past what our members have told us that they enjoy doing Mm -hmm. and uh, taking part of so we try to stick to uh, what works enhance it uh, make it better of course it's always part of the process of making it better every year as much as we can and also uh, listening um, to our members and what their needs are and try to create some new additional projects uh, to assist them uh, more notably uh, Bear Heart is a new initiative that we started this year and that came about from a couple of years ago from the Are You OK uh, project and uh, last year with uh, Men Boobs uh, part of the Bear Art project and uh, because of those two projects and with the feedback that we got uh, we realised that there was a need to create uh, like a separate uh, kind of uh, group to look after the needs of our members um, 
with different issues that they have for the physical and mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they were very important. So that's one of the main things that we started. Uh, Peter Andy has been really instrumental in, in pushing that along. And we had a new group as an offshoot of VicBase, but still under the umbrella of VicBase, uh, that is working towards that project. And we are planning ahead with different forums and discussions uh, again, to sort of help our members uh, deal with some of the issues of everyday life, really. Uh, Nick is part of uh, Behat, so Neil, shall I say. <laughs> My apologies, Neil. That's, that's right. right. Yeah, um, so now that's, that's what Behat's all about, is just basically being the non-social aspect, but being the caring side, the looking after everyone, um, introducing new members to previous members as well. We mm-hmm. are also planning on doing for new members like a pre-dinner um, before um, den night just to welcome in so they get to know a couple of people before they actually get introduced to everyone so that way they don't feel like they're being ostracized or not clicky. Right, yep. So that's one way of breaking the barrier down. And then we're also doing promotions during um, Bear Fest, um, which with um, sunscreen and um, sex, um, safe sex campaigns. So we're launching that um, starting off Carnival and then we're going through to every little event you'll see a, someone advertising that. Mm-hmm. Um, as well as we've got the promotional videos that um, That's right. Ray has been doing for us. We do have a discussion topic if you'd like to join in the conversation, and we will be discussing this a little bit later on in the show. Uh, we'd like to know your feedback to the question, what some misused phrases that frustrate you? You can join the Facebook discussion at The Cubby House, uh, which is facebook.com forward slash The Cubby House. Now, uh, we were just talking with uh, Terry and Neil from Vic Bears, and uh, they've actually got some upcoming events now uh, alongside midsummer season um you're running a, right. another carnival or a festival yourself it's our bear fest uh we've called it to run along with midsummer mm-hmm. and uh it's on a more traditional format this year uh because of the long weekend people might remember last year it uh it was of a longer duration uh but this year it's come back to the more traditional format so we have the obviously the our attendance to uh Carnival Day, of course, on next Sunday. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, what are people likely to see at Carnival? Uh, they can uh, come along and meet uh, the new committee members, uh, and uh, also come along and uh, join Vic Bears, uh, apply for the memberships. Uh, they can uh, buy tickets for Beast. our events. Uh, you know, during Bear Fest, like Under Bear, like mm. Beast, Beast. Mm-hmm. that will, is going to be running in yeah. February. Uh, it's going to have a look. Uh, they're going to have a look at exactly what the club is all yeah. about. We're going to have a little promotional video that Ray is preparing for us. And I, I believe now is a really good time if you wanted to join Vic Bears because the uh, the membership actually cycles mm-hmm. yearly. That's right. That's it's, right. Uh, it's every calendar year, mm-hmm. so it's uh, time to update your membership now. Twenty five dollars for a single. And the rest you can find out at exactly, the store. Exactly, at the website. Yes. Uh, now, what else have you got coming up as part of the festival? Well, we've got Bariaki. Uh, that will be on uh, the 26th of uh, 
January. Done. I'm, I'm booking that right now. Yep. Bariaki. Yes, exactly. We know exactly what you're going to be singing. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, you just heard it before. That's right. Uh, we've got a lazy uh, summer lunch uh, that's going to be at the Karen Bush on the 27th of mm-hmm. uh, January on Sunday. Then we've got a big one, Under Bear, my favorite. I'm uh, talking about fetishes. Um, yes, that will be at the Laird on the 27th. Uh, yeah. And for that one, I recommend people to book early. Well, yeah. that is a ticketed event, if I'm not mistaken. It is a ticketed event. They can uh, visit our website on facebook.com forward slash VicBears or at uh, www.vicbears.org.au mm-hmm. and they can purchase tickets online. Yeah. Uh, my suggestion is, because it was a sellout event, mm-hmm. event last year, book early, turn up early and have a great time. It's one of the big events uh, for summer. And mm-hmm. we're also selling them at Carnival as well, aren't we? That's right. We'll be selling tickets at Carnival. So uh, if you come on along, say hi. You can buy your tickets straight away. Nice and easy. Uh, we got bear soup after the uh, after under bear. Um, after the night's activities, you can relax at Wet on Wellington. Uh, have a bit of a barbie and uh, just chillax with uh, your fellow bears and have a bit of a dip in the pool. Mm-hmm. And uh, then uh, the end of Bearfest will go Pride March. That's uh, right. That concludes the uh, uh, Bearfest for this year. Uh, that will be on the 3rd of February. Mm-hmm. And we would like to have as many members as we like down there. Um, we want to see if we can get the biggest parade, our section, to fill the street. We want to try and rock the place to make sure there's more people there than we've had before. Now, I missed out on last year's uh, march, but I know the year before they were trying to do a bit of a chant. Have we got one prepared this year? We haven't got a chant prepared, but we are having flag wavers. Ooh. We've got two members of Vic Bears that are going to get together and do some flag waving. So to highlight that we are there and we are loud and proud. So we'll spread that so we don't poke anybody's eye That's out it, or something yes. like that? <laughs> yes, fair enough. No pole injuries. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful, wonderful. So all those events uh, can be found on the, the website? That is correct. And on bigbears.org.au and, and on Facebook. our Facebook page. Bigbears Inc. Now, Big Bears Inc. Yes, Big Bears thank Inc. you. Yes. Now, uh, just having a quick look at your flyer, I, I noticed there's some photos of some... Act, uh, faces I actually recognise. Faces? You recognise faces? Well, no, because I, I took the photos. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but the outlook... Oh, okay. The, no, with the faces. Yeah, well, it's a bit of a departure from previous years. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, because of uh, members' feedback, uh, we decided that... Uh, the club is best represented by our members. Mm-hmm. So we had organized early in the year a um, couple of photo shoots uh, with, uh, with uh, our members attending and basically taking a lot of pictures of them in different kind of situations and themes to use as stock photography for this year and the future to promote ourselves and our events. That's um, a wonderful idea. It's, it, it is a great idea. It's, um, it's a bit of departure like in the past when you have uh, your stock standard kind of either a caricature kind of uh, image or a posterized image of uh, just one theme. But our members felt that it didn't really represent them. Mm-hmm. It represented more the fetish in the event rather than the people themselves, right. uh, if that makes sense. Uh, so um, we decided, well, this year we'll sort of have our members represent the, uh, the club. So the photography, with great help with, uh, from Bear Steve, 
with Kevin, of course, yourself, and the lead. We had a couple of days in October, yep. and uh, it was a lot of fun, um, you know, dressing up and dressing down and taking pictures in the all kinds of uh, situations and themes. It will also be interesting now to see who is who on the poster because <laughs> we're not going to know exactly what part True. of the photo would be used exactly exactly so, so it'd be interesting to see if you can spot the person and but all the part. photos you see on any of our promotions currently or in the future it will be of our members okay wonderful well terry and neil from vic bears thank you very much now if you'd like to know any more information it's vicbears.org.au for the website or facebook.com forward slash vic bears that is correct cool. and also on twitter.com forward slash vic bears inc <laughs> Sean, who's emailed in and said he's a regular listener of Joy, he, he lives in Brisbane, and uh, he admits there are some strange fetishes out there and doesn't get the armpit fetish. Well, thank you very much for your feedback, and he'd like to uh, catch up when he comes back uh, since his trip in uh, 2010. So thank you very much to Sean, and we've also had some feedback on the uh, the Facebook now, the question which we posed to you earlier in the show is what are some of the misused phrases that frustrate you? And the reason I bring this up is since I've been away from the microphones for the last six months, and we often hear people say some of these words, such as, hence why, or just putting it out there, uh, the use of these phrases are quite often to slow conversation, to gather one's thoughts, fair enough, or, more annoyingly, uh, to... Ob- absolve an individual of responsibility because they cannot be tactful enough when saying something that is unkind or just downright rude the reason i bring this up is there's one that is floating around out there at the moment it really really grinds my gears and it's just saying and that really people think that it's an absolving their own opinions from a statement and I find that very, very rude. Uh, one of the other ones which we've had in, Simon has mentioned, he's a hater of the exception that proves the rule. So I'll put to you, gentlemen, in the studio, what are some of your pet hates of phrases that have been floating around? Oh, I actually haven't noticed any until you, you actually mentioned it, to be honest. No, I mean, my, my pet hates were phrases that I sort of tried to understand when I first came to Australia more than anything else. Not at the moment, like, cool bananas. Can somebody sort of, you know, send us a message to say, what does that mean and why? Uh, I'll be most appreciative because I still haven't found out why we use cool bananas. Um, but I agree with you. I mean, like just saying, you know, a phrase like that, it's just like you uh, wipe your hands, you know, make you, you're not making a commitment to your statement. You don't believe in it. You're just putting out the other to tease, to incite some kind of a reaction. Um, it's gutless response kind of thing, really. Well, the other one is whatever. Oh, no. Why they? I don't... Yeah. yeah. So, I have to blame Kath and Kim for that. Yeah. <laughs> Do we, as a as individuals, believe that we should be correcting people that and actually confronting them by using these phrases? Or is it just we take, we take for granted that they've said it and move on? Uh, we should I correct just, them, yeah. I just take it for granted. No, I believe we should correct them. because Some people don't realise that they are saying it. A lot of us use phrases because we heard it 
we heard in the conversation from our friends and we sort of joined in and we used the phrase, but we don't really want a minute. Uh, so some people need to be corrected. Uh, if it's in a, if it's some people find it offensive, uh, yeah, I'd say should correct it. And if you realize that you've said it without, uh, uh, without thinking, uh, then you can correct yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, in the process uh, if we don't correct people um, things like that will keep happening so um, I mean it's not a biggie but uh, I'd say if uh, yeah if if you need to correct somebody yes go ahead and do it either being a wrong phrase or a wrong statement yeah do it no worries well thank you very much Here on the Cubby House for another few more minutes here on Joy 94.9. And I'd like to pose as a final question to my guests, Terry and Neil from Vic Bears tonight. What's one of your most important pieces of sex advice you would give your virgin self? <laughs> Terry. <laughs> okay. Um, I would say uh, use a cucumber, not a zucchini. It, it's firm and it holds longer. <laughs> you sick puppy. <laughs> I've gone more the adult route as don't be afraid to say no. And that could be in any case, in whatever situation. Fair enough. You're so caring and sharing. That's me. <laughs> well, that's why he's on the, uh, the bear heart. That's right. That's for, it. I'm more, I'm more filthy minded. Indeed, indeed. So uh, if anybody has missed anything on tonight's show, um, you can find us uh, floating around on the interwebs. Unfortunately, our website here at the Cubby House has gone awry. So the current link we're currently using is thecubbyhouse.livejournal.com. Uh, we're also still on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash thecubbyhouse. And Vic Bears. Yes. If you are if you are interested in even knowing what a bear is, the best place to go is Vic Bears and they will have mostly all the information. If not they'll they'll point you in the right direction. What are we after for contact points for Vic Bears? Well VicBears.org.au is one. Mm-hmm. Yes. Vic Bear Facebook forward slash VicBears.inc. And then we're on Twitter. Forward slash VicBears.inc. Thank you very much. <laughs> Wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> and thank you very much for dedicating your time and coming having a chat with us on the Cubby House. Terry and Neil. Thank you for thank you. having us. And if I can part with three words, um, underbear and bearfest and beast. beast. Put it on your calendar now. Okay. No no words of wisdom in, in a Greek In language? a Greek uh, You won't understand it. It would still be sexy enough to hear. It's a right cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, thank you very much. And stay tuned next week. We'll be back. And Kevin shall be back from Europe. And uh, following us tonight is a brand new show all about uh, mistress and dominatrix and the, the life that people lead under the covers, I believe. Oh, I'm staying on. <laughs> Wonderful. Uh, From tonight, this is Cookie from the Cubby House, and have a good week. Catch you next week.
Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.